Welcome to Underproved, an unofficial Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cordian, and with me as always are my two co-hosts, Larissa Cordian and Taylor Bredain. This week, we'll be talking about Collection 8, Episode 4, Chocolate Week. And what an episode it was. Oh, man. What a tough week. Chocolate, man. We have to follow the order of events, right? We can't just... Like, I'm I'm shooken. We could talk top level right now. And yes, I agreed. Shook. Should we have like We're- a moment of silence? Like <laughs> she was, our, she was everyone's number one pick. Number one, all three of our <laughs> number ones. I was thinking we could put like boys to men in over this. We'll edit it later. We'll, we'll put it in. Don't say we. <laughs> don't say we when you mean me. And we don't have the licensing for that. But yeah. I will find sad music. Yeah, imagine that. That's what's playing right now. License-free sad music. Sora, this license-free sad music is for you. We mourn your loss. <laughs> there's, a, there's a truck backing up in my driveway right now. I don't know if you're picking it up on the microphone. But we are. That's we are. for you, Sora. <laughs> so sorry, Sora. You deserve more than this. But it was a pretty good episode overall. Like, interesting, I should say. But... <sighs> It was heartbreaking. I mean, we accidentally asked for drama. Like, we have been saying the last two episodes, like, yeah, it was all right. And then this episode hurt me in many ways. Yeah. So before before we get into our, our breakdown, let's do our, our, our host check-in. And for me, it was like, it was a tale of two hosts this week. I think mm-hmm. Noel had maybe his funniest week ever. So um, and Matt was pretty annoying. Honestly, and it was the first week where I kind of got tired of Matt. What did, what did you think? I felt he was trying quite hard. I mean, I'm still ready to love him, you know. I don't, but yeah, it was. It was especially watching it the second time. I was like, Ugh, you know. Yeah, and Noel's the second time was just as funny. the The whole bit where he was talking to Peter about how he'd never actually baked anything before. Oh, <laughs> that, and true. I, I guarantee it's true. <laughs> That was crazy. That was a crazy revelation in the signature bake. Yeah, that was just his little bit with Peter. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is when he just went, baking's for losers. I know. I, I like, laughed oh. very hard. It was so good. Oh. I also, quick um, Matt Lucas check-in. So right. last episode, last week, I was wrongly accused um, mm. for believing that Sasha... Baron Cohen, is that his name? Yes. Was master of the house in the actual movie. But Mike, do you want to let us know where Matt Lucas is from in relation to Les Mis? Okay, so we we fact-checked last week that Sasha Baron Cohen was the character in the movie. Um, But Matt Lucas was in the West End, and specifically what we know him from is from PBS did like a 25th anniversary thing with like Nick Jonas and he was the, I forget, Thenardier, is that the character's Isn't name? Isn't it just Master of the Thenardier. Thenardier. Um, he was that. So that's what we know him from. There were no extra revelations, but Lara wanted her, her justice. My vengeance. For last week, <laughs> as she was called out. Um, so anyway, <laughs> let's, so let's get into it. Um, the signature bake was brownies. Brownies. Mm. It'd be easy, right? Well, um, 90 but, minutes. Yeah, I think that's, I think everyone was a bit over ambitious. And I think this is when kind of the lack of practice kind of came into play. 
the like sure. two days on two days off thing because a whole week mm-hmm. i feel like you'd master a brownie recipe but but yeah no there was a it was a rough round um and yeah the one thing that i would say is that the 90 minutes was tough and i also felt the judging was a little harsher than no because they're brownies yeah. i mean that's so when they announced the signature challenge and were like paul and prue would like you to make brownies i was like why everybody mm-hmm. right brownies like that is like the second thing that everyone learns how to bake first you learn how to bake chocolate chip cookies and then you learn how to bake brownies so the 90 minute challenge i think was like was was it um lottie after it said you know we all tried really hard you know to make our brownies like fancy and we all just like blew it you know uh, icarus flying too close to the sun you know nobody actually was like let me just make a really good basic one I get it though. I would have done the same thing, right? Like I wouldn't have made thought to make a basic one ahead of time. I think I would have gone extravagant. Yeah. But it wasn't a showstopper. It was a signature. So I did right. like, mm. like li- it was amazing to me how every single person missed the mark. Right. Good segue. So <laughs> Mark, mark. <laughs> mark L I thought was probably one of the better ones. He had the like cookie bottom and it was kind of like mm. a s'mores mm-hmm. thing. Um, oh, yeah, I love that, that was one of the only I ones that I would have like enjoyed because I do like I get the like that Prue always thinks it's too sweet but I think that brownies can be too sweet really easily and like too many toppings is bad um, so I kind of agreed with her on this one but Mark's kind of stood out to me Mark L um, Irish Martin mm. I think I would have eaten all those brownies personally so Lottie had a lot of trouble with the brownies she had the, the freezer juice brownies mm-hmm. Um, but they ended up tasting okay I think was what the the judges said like Prue said like there was too much mix on top of it but they tasted okay and then Sura on the other hand dropped a tray and then the Mm -hmm. ones that came out were like too tough still in the tin they were still in the tin too yes and I think that she just Mm -hmm. so got in her head because she left them in the oven for so long and then they said that they were extremely overbaked so I just, I wonder honestly what happened. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. But that was, that was a bad round um, for basically everyone. I loved how Mark, Markle is what I'm going to call Irish Mark, Mark L, Markle. Um, <laughs> right, right. Love it. I loved how at the end he was like, what are people watching this going to think of us? We're supposed to be the best amateur bakers in, in Britain. And literally none of us could make a brownie. <laughs> I think that was the first episode or challenge that everybody seemed to bomb. I don't think I've ever seen an episode, right? That wasn't a technical and definitely not this early. Like a okay. signature especially. Yeah, yeah like a they, have, right. they get to practice that a little bit. Good call. Yes, they have bombed all some technicals before. But yes, yeah, signatures. Pfft. Yeah. So that was, that was tough. Um, and so the technical was a chocolate babka, which looked delightful. And somehow I've never had one living in New York. They look great. They do look great. They looked amazing. And now I really want to have one. Have you guys ever had? I've definitely had a babka. Yeah. No. What is wrong with you? You grew up here. I know. It's a failure on my part. You've definitely had a babka. I haven't. I, I, I refuse to believe that. I'm going to have one before next week and I'll report back on if it's any Taylor, you've totally had one. I, you know, it seems to me similar to like a chocolate chip muffin. I feel like if you've had that, you know, that's the same vibe. You know, the 
feeling's got to be a little different, but the, you know, it's just like chocolate and bread, you know? <laughs> no, but anyway. Yeah, and so I made sure this time after last week to actually note who finished first and last in the cool. technical. Um, so first was Linda. Linda, Linda is steady. She's rock solid. I, Finding I her confidence, her, I yes. think. She's found her confidence. Week one was rough, but she's been really good ever since. Um, I love she Linda. killed this one, and she won the technical last week too. She sure did. So she's like a technical queen. I think that the t in every single. Um, like in, in every single segment, Matt found a way to be excruciatingly annoying. Like his bit with Lottie in the technical. Right, 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 right. I know what you're talking about. Was painful. Like he's just so annoying now that I think like I'm actively rooting against him. Like I this think, episode oh. turned the tide for me where now I think I strongly dislike him. I, I think it was what Taylor said. I think he was, he was trying very hard in this episode. And I think what, what works yeah. with Noel is that he's not trying at all. He's stopped <laughs> trying, works. I yeah. feel, yeah. Definitely. Two, uh, two things I noticed in this technical challenge. One, proving drawers. Like, are those actually a thing, do you think? You know, they all had a proving drawer, like, next to the oven that they could... They've, they've always had that in every season that I've watched, at least. The I understand on the show. I mean, more. in real life, like, is that... Is that a thing? Well, you do under your oven have a warming drawer. Right. Is that the same thing? I don't know. I don't and know. this is going to be one of those things that we don't look up. No. We're just going <laughs> we to leave that there for you, audience. We need to start trademarking these moments. Like these <laughs> we don't know moments. The other, the other one is actually a quote that I think I'm going to take with me forever. Uh, as Lottie was rolling out, as they were following the instructions, you know, in the beginning when they're making the dough, they have to roll it out into 30 centimeter by 40 centimeter rectangles. And Lottie says, here we are again, trying to make rectangles out of circles. And I just, <laughs> I felt that because that's what I think my life is. That's what I think this pandemic is, you know, it's just <laughs> trying to make rectangles out of circles, you know. Taylor, just, I'm... I'm so glad you mentioned that because when she said that, I literally wrote it down and wrote my notes as Taylor would love this line. <laughs> and it's so, yeah, it's so good. It hit, man. I get it. And so Lottie, Lottie was the, the last place. And I thought that she really yeah. lost her confidence in this bake. Like she wasn't, mm -hmm. she didn't try to fix the thing where it was like, oh, was yeah. And that, that's right. She yeah. didn't even try. It was like a straight up, uh give up yeah. like she was just like it's going in and it, it is what it is even though right. everybody knows like you gotta figure something out like at yeah. least sarah twisted it a different way yeah <laughs> and in keeping with the the sarah lottie watch sarah was only third to last she so was she seven. was still towards the bottom yeah. in in this one um, interesting to yeah. note we got an underproved we yeah. did just take a shot <laughs> So right now, hey, look, 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 look. But what was annoying is two bakes were underproved, but Paul said to Dave, this needed more proving. Yeah, not fair. Has mm. never said that. Paul, you've never mm. said that before. I'm upset. Uh, and <laughs> was it Hermine? Hermine that he said underproved. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's on to us. You know? <laughs> he definitely he's a knows. Big Paul, if you're out there, come on, give us an extra underproof. <laughs> in the season that you filmed months ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Bobka's, Bobka's look good. 
and I think everyone did kind of okay, except for Lottie and, and the bottom couple. Um, but moving into the showstopper, so mm-hmm. a celebration cake, which is, a, I think, a British slang unto itself. I've never heard anything called a celebration cake until the show. Um, but it had to be a white chocolate, had to be featured in it somehow, right. dripped in it, in it, whatever. Um, I think for the most part, for the most part, everyone did pretty good, um, except for a notable exception. Um, what were some of the ones that, that stood out to you on, on the good side? I, uh, I really liked Linda's. I mean, Linda, uh, she, what, dedicated this cake to her daughter her special needs daughter who's no longer with us like yes linda getting first in technical and then her saying that in this segment made knocked Mm. me out i was like okay fully team linda forever now sorry that i called you a boring old lady um (laughs) she's appealing to our american like need for like emotional backstory you know like the the savior complex you know I, yes, give me the strong reason to root for you other than <laughs> the technicality that is required for you to actually win. <laughs> other than the skills you need to actually yeah, win. I don't want to root for you based on your talent alone. I really <laughs> need a backstory. And I got uh, one. So team, Lin- team Linda. That was my real takeaway from the showstopper oh, challenge. And then, you know, and then it just, oh, and it started to hurt. Yes. The, um... I watching when Sura said that she was watering down the white chocolate, I knew something was up. And then watching it again a second time, they kind of just cut and they don't show Paul and Prue's reaction to it. They just kind of cut and then say good luck. And 100% because if, I mean, I don't make a lot of cakes, but I feel like water in cake is not a typical is not a typical ingredient or that much water, but you know, I don't know. So bakers come at me, I guess. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know again. We're not really sure, but it was really heartbreaking <laughs> watching her downfall. And then I, I have to say, again, I wrote down on here uh, that I hated yeah. Matt, but it's fine. I have to say that uh, David, Dave, the cake that he made, yes. they very much said, Dave likes making this for his girlfriend, Stacy, girlfriend. Yeah, we've gone back and forth with wife. Oh, partner, they said too. Partner. But never wife. So it's murky, and it didn't help the Dave villain meter that it's so murky, and we don't know where where it stands. But I don't think it really went anywhere, Dave's villain meter. But I thought his cake was great, his his showstopper. His cake was great, and again, I just, I love how confident he is when he's confident. Mm -hmm. He's like, this couldn't be going any any better for me. I'm doing great. (laughs) Oh, this looks beautiful. Like, just really feeling himself. But then last week, he thought he was like, gonna leave so he's very extreme dave sure is just need him to like relax a little like i I feel bad for noel or matt whenever they go to talk to him because he's just noel is gonna get him the problem is noel keeps leaving matt with him and matt and (laughs) matt and dave like you can tell that those are two people that definitely will never get along (laughs) right would never hang out outside of this not even a little oh man um, and we haven't really mentioned him yet, but I thought he had a really nice bounce back week. Um, Peter. Peter, his showstopper Peter. was pretty good. He had like the mm. the graduation cake for his brother, who he is obsessed with. Can't <laughs> he loves his brother right. so much. Listen. That's his only backstory. His, <laughs> his brother. <suit. laughs> 
I, I'm cool with it. I mean, uh, he looks cool too, just like Peter. The, his signature brownies looked amazing. You remember that the, um, the, the 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 figs and the pistachios? I know we're going way back. But. Yeah. So they kind of they kind of said Paul gave him it, it was a just okay, but usually right. that means it's pretty good. If Paul says it, yeah. usually he would trash it if it was bad. I totally agree. I thought I thought those looked good. Yeah. And then his showstopper was. I'm just. Uh, we we too have all both all three of us have been really into peter since the beginning so i yeah i'm, I'm glad he came back I'm, same and didn't sink same. further in the rankings um and lottie made a pretty cool cake she did the sapphire cake and she had like the the oh. thing in the middle and i think this is what actually saved her i think this showstopper was good enough that she was able to stay in the picture well compared to sora's which was literally raw. the words yeah inedible were uttered Ugh. and that was sad that was sad and that was hard and that was so painful yeah so let's so sura was the one to go flavor queen the flavor queen our number one and the, after the first watch i was upset and i thought it was more of a toss-up but after the second one she got she more. deserved yeah. to go the first one was bad the second one wasn't good enough and then the, you can't make an inedible cake especially this early like if it was later on and she was like it was like down to the final three or four at least you have like a bunch of weeks beforehand that you could be like okay this baker is really good and she had a bad week but this is still like early ish so something that bad just like can't happen and it stinks because she's great yeah well you can't i don't think i've ever seen the judges not eat something that was presented. I know. I'm so thinking that, about that too. Yeah. So I think that that really was the nail in the coffin. I think that actually she could have had two really good bakes before then and then served that and been gone no matter what. It's kind of like if, if it's a show about how something looks and tastes and it didn't look good and you couldn't eat it, you're out. It's yeah. Up. I mean, the rose on top was really pretty. Yeah. It is crazy though because in watching it the second time we didn't see her take them out and stack them. Like how could something and right cuz you're working with it, you're stacking it one on top of the other then you're icing it around. Like how could you not Yeah, I I I wondered how she couldn't tell right away that it was like raw. Because usually like Laura is a good example. She was looking into the oven and saw that her cakes were not working. And she like redid them right away. But Sura well, the, just didn't even notice, I guess. The bottom layer was raw. And I believe Sura was, kept her cakes in uh, much later than everyone. And maybe she even put them in later. I think she was, I think it was a time thing. I mean, yeah. come on. I was the rough week. Ugh, I know at that point, you already have two challenges that you kind of bomb. Like, well, I I'm mean, sure she wasn't exactly reacting with her brain. And, and again, this is actually where the quarantine bubble comes in if she had had a week like a full five days to work on that she would have figured mm -hmm. out i wonder if she had ever made it before because it she diluted it with so much water mm -hmm. yeah so i feel like yeah. if this weren't quarantine she would have had time to actually work on it and she wouldn't have had to just rely on like what little skill she had in working with chocolate yeah but i think this this goes back to what we were talking about last episode is there really isn't a whole lot between the bakers this season like there's no standout favorite so if you have right, a bad week you're, you're game over for. yeah what and that, shame, that's what, happened. what a shame mm -hmm. um but on the good side 
Mark L, who I've Mark liked this whole time. He's been really consistent. And I don't think he had like an amazing week, but I think he was just good. And a lot of people were kind of up and down. So well-deserved, Mark L. Um, he's great. I love him. I love him. I love his accent. The last seven, uh, seven backers. <laughs> ish? Ish? Is it ish? I died. I was, I was thinking too how um, my image of what a baker looks like well, you know, when I was a kid, would be something like Mark. He has a very, like, rosy, kindly baker, you know, like, <laughs> cool. look to him. He's, he always seems to be smiling. I don't know. I'm going to have to cut this next part, but um, he looks like a Keebler elf. <laughs> you I don't said, have to cut that. No, you don't have to cut it. I really? said he's, he gives a very Muppet vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say that <laughs> while we were recording, I don't know. No, think. this is fine. Keebler elves and Muppets are good things. Well, that's why They're I positive. think... <laughs> that's why I think when Taylor is saying that's who we pictured, I'm like, yeah, because you pictured a Keebler elf. <laughs> <laughs> and I pictured a Muppet. And you pictured a Muppet. Wait, okay. I want to go back. I want to go back, really, because with the Sir, with the Sura thing, uh-huh. all going up to her immediately and saying, never mind, Sura. Never, you're a great baker. Never mind. And th- that's the same thing he did to Steph in the last season when uh-huh. Steph bombed it. And he just went to give her a big hug and said, never mind. I like for some weird reason, so comforting to me. Yeah. Such like a, like that, that's the only time that I've ever felt like Paul is like the dad of the show right, instead right. of like Simon Cowell. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, I, I think Definitely. that he is at the end of the day rooting for every baker. He really is. Like, you can mm-hmm. tell. Um, and so the never mind with the big hug, like, got me. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's why Paul is like a, a redeeming character because he, at the end of the day, he is nicer than he appears to be like you can tell that it's an act when he's being like tough um and he's not just being like a simon cowell asshole for no reason right well he's got to be tough next to prue with all her colored glasses and stuff yeah how many glasses does prue have i actually that has to be an instagram video somewhere some or a youtube video someone has had to interview her about that She's an icon man i adore glasses are so good okay yeah so let's so pretty good episode let's speaking of prue let's move into not so much slang of the week but i think it's the new mantra of the podcast Mm. and life in general prue's quote you only have to be not the worst and i think that's the byline for our podcast going forward that's all i mean that's the byline for my life in its entirety that's set the bar low you only have to be not the worst as long as someone is doing worse than you you are doing well. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was fair this week, actually, because whoever sure, made like a right. terrible showstopper might have been gone and it happened to be Sarah. Um, but if somebody else did it, they, they would probably be them. Damn. Did you guys catch any other slang? Slang of the week? Oh, there no, some, no. There were some little ones. What were the little? I, I had said I some, heard but I don't remember. Absolute Jokers, which was. Yes. All right. Okay. okay. Not, not super memorable. I love it. And then Peter, this is not British slang. This is just Peter being a weirdo, but he said that his bake looked root and toot and good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that did get me. I said, I was thinking like, I don't think that anything that comes out of Peter's mouth, we can classify as British slang. Like, I think he's just kind of weird. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, I love him and I'm rooting for him, but yeah, it's root and yeah, toot and good. Agreed. I love my big brother. Fruit and good. <laughs> I don't have any slang to add. Those are yeah. great. 
and my oh my segments are out of order actually so let's let's do our our power rankings which apparently you can just throw these in the trash oh, because last week we're idiots we were team sarah um i'll start um uh, so my my third spot was close um i kind of gave it to mark l over linda um just because i i I think Mark L is a little more interesting, but Linda is really solid and they're both kind of in the same category. They're right. They've been solid the whole time and not like outstanding, but I thought Linda should have probably been in the mix for star Baker this week. And they didn't really even mention her. Um, but Mark, Mark's my number three. Number two is Hermine who was pretty good this week. Wow. Just kind of stayed steady and she was really good last week. And then back to number one is Peter. Peter's back to number one. I thought he bounced back really well. He could have won Star Baker. Um, and yeah, that's mine. You and Peter. Cool. Cool. Oh, me next? I'll go next. My number three is going to be Mark E. Consistency is key. I really like him too. His sob story last week did it for me. Um, number two, her sob story did it for me this week. This is going to be Linda. And then number one is going to be Peter because now that Sir is gone, it's like I got to still Uh-oh. believe in one of the OGs, you know? Peter's in trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. If you think Peter's number one, then he's going home next week. Lara, you guys so. are, no, I don't think Peter's number one because I think that I, I'm – he didn't do anything gluten-free this week, so good, but I still think that yeah. every chance he gets, he's going to do gluten-free, and I think that'll yes. be his downfall. So I'm going number three <laughs> – uh, Linda. Yeah. Do I do love a Linda. Number two, Markle. Love Markle. Mark L. Wow. Mark L. Okay. Yeah. I think um I think that this is the boost of confidence that he needed and we're gonna really start to see him shine. And then number one, Hermine. Mm. I really wow. I, I think she might I think she might take it. I really do. She's very good. She's really good. Again, like we talked about her attitude a bit last week. She's mm. already gotten a handshake. She, she's, she did good this week. Her flavors are good. Yeah. Her, her, oh, she she got the prugasm. We didn't talk about that. (laughs) How can we not talk about that? (laughs) Taylor. I was like, there's another reason I chose her for this week. That was a good moment for Matt when he, when he coined the prugasm. Oh, it wasn't, totally. all that it wasn't he didn't coin that i mean prue had a prugasm <laughs> he, he named that. it let's talk he just about identified that. it yeah. what was that for the showstopper yeah the showstopper yeah her means the flavors she was like what did you, mm. make? you remember taylor it was like uh you know it had all these tropical flavors in them you know like uh you know i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i know i had white chocolate Yes, thank wanna, you. Yeah. Thank you. I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know, and then have all of our fans, you know, blow up my DMs and correct Guys, me. you have to stop blowing up Taylor's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're begging you. Please leave him alone. <laughs> um, I don't remember, but it was it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for asking. It you. was good. The Prugasm, <laughs> and so I think that's going to, I hope, it is my it is my dearest hope and desire that that becomes the new version of a Paul Hollywood handshake. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> if she has to start manufacturing it like Paul does with his well, handshake, liked, so that's gonna be weird. I liked what Hermine called it though. She called it a prue roar. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then 
We're, we're recording a little earlier than we normally do, so I don't know. I don't think we have a, a social media stock of the week. No, you know I do actually. Oh, nice. Go for I'm, it. So I just started following Sura today because I was like, I love you and you're an icon, you know. And uh, her story is littered with like questions that people have asked her that she's answering. And uh, I keep reading her random updates as I'm looking through our Instagram story, and she's like, I'm sorry, I still have so many more messages from you guys, but I'll be replying to all of them. Like, please be patient. Thank you. And I was just like, Oh. Sorry, you're the best. She's sure. literally replying to all of her fan mail. So wait, what? It, what are we learning? Are you DMs. learning anything new? Because I'm not following her. I no, just that she's amazing. She's replying to all of her fans on Instagram. I just, I think that's great. Is that is that like a normal thing? I think that's really cool. No, she's the best. I, I was just so. wondering what people are asking and like what you're learning about her. That oh, you're like, are you okay? Okay, so like, what's the, the actual fun fact here? Um, she stopped eating chocolate for like a week you know because she ended the episode by saying i'll never eat chocolate again but she's Only back on board she said okay. yeah. uh, um, that was probably the funniest one you should you should all follow her though it's it's great it's i'm great scared time. to follow i'm scared to follow anyone from this season because you're right spoilers yeah in the uk they get it released on tuesday and right. then tuesday or wednesday we I think. yeah it's, it's Tuesday, and then we get it here on Friday. And then, I mean, okay. we can't really watch it till like, Friday. It's usually we You're watch right. it on Saturday or Sunday. Right. Hmm. All right. So I think, I think that's it for this week. Sura, we're so, we're so sorry to see you go, um, but it is what it is. She's going to have her own show and her own yes. book, and I cannot wait to Pre-order your yeah. Sura baking book now. Um, I hope um, it's called Queen of Flavor. Or flavor queen, whatever. Oh right, I hope it's called. <laughs> I I hope it's called one of those. <laughs> um, you know the deal. Rate, rate, review, and subscribe to us on any of your preferred podcast choice. Um, thank you for listening. Um, any anything else for you guys to to close it out this week? Never lose faith. Um, you know, here we are again, trying to make rectangles out of circles, but that's life. And just keep rolling, my friends. And and try not to be the worst. That's all you have to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yep, there it is. And try not to be the worst. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>